We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got a chance today to show who we are in front of the world. Looking deep has a man wide open. Touchdown. Touchdown from Jacksonville. Touchdown, Jacks. You're listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, y'all? It's JK3. Let's go. <laughs> Let's talk about that game against the Cowboys. That was crazy. Insane. Right. Like in insane game. I mean, from from start to finish. I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna do it tonight, how we're gonna format this, but from literally from uh, it was insane. Like absolutely insane. Just ridiculous, you know, the atmosphere, the crowd. Yeah, it may have been 60-40 or whatever, but if you get 60% of the people walking down out of the stadium with their heads and they're, you know, just low and, you know, (laughs) Dak did it again. Somebody I was sitting next to, they went full government name on Dak, which I thought was very (laughs) Call him Dakota? Yeah, (laughs) Rain Rain Dakota, you know, Prescott. (laughs) Wow. And then yelled out some things. Yeah. I was like, I'm sitting there like, you going to go full government on them? <laughs> like, Let me I? ask you guys. Let me ask you. Because I tend to think, and, and you know, I'm not as uh, much of a football historian as you guys are, but I think that that by far was the best live game, or at least Jaguars game, maybe in history, but at least that I've been to. What do you think? Um. So I'm going it, to, it, it's up there. It it really is up there. It's up there. Um, but for me, like that Mike Thomas game where they threw the uh, where um, David Garrard <laughs> threw the hail mary. That was cool. Yeah, and Garrard. it was <laughs> like yeah, that was there. That was that was absolutely insane. In, in between that one, that or, one was awesome. But <sighs> I don't know between that one. And I'll tell you um, when the when when the Falcons missed the field goal. In per, um, missed the field goal. I was I was there for that too, and 
that one is like a core like memory. I think it was probably like maybe ten, and I still remember that one like yeah. like to 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 this day. But I mean, it's up there, dude. It's it's but yeah for for the for the new fan for the fans that are you know younger than us or like kind of coming up right now that was their that was their core memory as far as like you know going through and seeing just like how awesome it is to be in in a game like that and how awesome it is to be in a packed house but then also just to really just keep faith i mean it's insane it was absolutely insane man I, pr- I probably have to say that is true because, like, I, my 16-year-old obviously always goes to the games with me. And she, I mean, for her, and, and like you said, the younger fan base, that is the game. I mean, she yeah. was just blown away by everything that happened. The overtime, the field goal at the end, the interception return for a touchdown. I mean, it's just like everything you'd want in a game happened in that game. And the most important stat is to come out with the W against the Cowboys, yeah. too, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I- I'll say this, though, man. Like – and see, and I'll go a little bit as far as just you know back to my my hatred for the Cowboys being growing up a Cowboys fan. Jerry Jones meddles too much in their team, and here's why: Tony Pollard is clearly, clearly a better running back than Ezekiel Elliott right now. It's not even close. There were a couple runs if it, had it been Pollard instead of Zeke, they don't go for four or five; they probably go for twenty. And because of the holes that Zeke had versus the ones Pollard didn't have. I'm glad that he's meddling because we won, but just what a, what a that they're they're such a you know crazy franchise and and we're disa- we've been a disaster for years in our own right. So I'm not going to sit here and say that we're we're you know so much better. Uh, we we are now because we won, but <laughs> no, it, it's just yeah, it's just that's that amazes me so much that you've got your backup is clearly better than your starter but because you know and nobody said that so I'm not that's just my opinion but why they didn't give the ball to Pollard more and then in some of the situations when they did like they tried to run him off of a jet sweep they took him out remember the one play he was split wide and then they 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 brought him in and they tried to you know run like a jet sweep kind of deal and um I'm just I think it was right before uh Right, right at the end of regulation. And I'm like, okay, you're supposed to be known as physical line of scrimmage Dallas Cowboys. Why in the world are y'all running a jet sweep? You know, that might go in their OC Kellen Moore. Who knows? But just, just, uh, just some, some crazy things. And the amount of craziness leveled out because we turned the ball over three times. How many, t- how many times have you known a team to turn the ball over three times? Okay. Win, score 40. And put up 500 yards of offense. <laughs> Insane. This after team, <laughs> destiny. Insane, dude. But I mean, destiny. so, but I, it did. Yeah. I mean, to, to start the day off, man, you know, we had a special guest at the tailgate this week. You know, shout out to Asher yep. uh, for coming through. Uh, and Derek is actually the Derek is actually the special guest that I was talking about that showed up to the tailgate <laughs> along with Corey and his and his fabulous daughter Amelia showed up at the tailgate as well. Kind of on the outskirts, so you weren't really in the. In the in the you know uh, all the craziness, but yeah, thank you guys for for showing up and and seeing how we throw it out. Yeah, it was uh pretty intense. I mean, I heard the music from blocks away, and we just knew where to walk because uh, uh, he has a he has a DJ at his tailgate, and there's like all kinds of stuff going on. Celebrities, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Hey, right? hey, 
man, it's just it's it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know. Okay, and um, you know, JK three proved that uh, this Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to get into details of what that means, but he should know that what I'm saying right now. It's not what you know; it's who you know. So uh, nothing like inside jokes on the podcast. I, I don't. I don't even know what he's talking about. You know, I, you probably, he's probably, repre- he's probably referencing Bar- this. You know, while I was like, you know, three three shotguns deep. So who, who barbecue knows? barbecue? You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, barbecue. Um, after the I- game, a little barbecue. No, still don't get it. Okay, well, I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, yeah. you have to be a no. Patreon subscriber to hear that. <laughs> no, you don't have to be a Patreon subscriber. We just don't want to get anybody in trouble. That's all. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. no, man. But the brisket, the brisket turned out great. Um, I'm glad everybody showed up. And uh, yeah, no, it was a what a great start to the game. I mean, and then walking in, walking into the game. Um, you know, I always like to give like opposing fans. Like just give it to them based off of what they're wearing. So that's like my new thing to get in under people's skin now is like based off of like some of the stuff. And it's just like I saw this guy with this this terrible. It's just it was just a jersey, right? And it had all of these just random numbers on it. And and I'm just like, you couldn't figure out which number you wanted to wear today, huh? And he was just like, ah, yeah, you know how it is, man. You know, the the 26th time, you know, all these all-stars on the on the team and everything. I'm like, none of them are playing today. I was like, so, like, give it up. That was great. Then walking in also seeing all of the uh all, all the Cowboys fans and just like, like, oh man, I'm I'm just so glad we won. I'm so glad we won, man. Well, you know where we sit, and we were just getting ridiculed like the entire game. We even had these two kids behind us that had to be in middle school that were talking some crazy trash, right? Like there was one point, like a Jags player was down hurt or something. It might have been Cam Robinson when he got injured, but one of the kids goes, uh, "I hope that's um, I hope that's oh, yeah. Christian Kirk." And then he, another point, he's like, man, Trevor Lawrence, I hope he breaks his leg. And we were like, oh, my God. Like, first of all, what are these kids hearing at home, right? But that kid, and, and I hate to even say this because if anybody's no, sat around say us, it. No, say this it. later say on. It. Well, at, at the end, because he was, like, getting really worked up towards the end, him and the other kid. At the end, when the uh, Jags got the interception for the touchdown, he started freaking out and he cried. So yeah, that was a, uh, yeah. <laughs> he started crying. So I think that might have been a turning mom, point in his life. They're not supposed to win, Bob. What's we said? His hey. dad was actually trying to correct him. He was like, he was like, uh, he's like, the Jaguars are scared. He's like, son, you don't need to be saying that now. I mean, this might uh, change really quick. And guess what? It changed really quick. So that's a good and, life lesson. And 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 Junior, I've been crying for twenty freaking years. So uh, imagine how it feels now. Good. Get out of here. Leave. Yeah, exactly. Skedaddle. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the kind of child abuse that I support. <laughs> the mental, the mental abuse. <laughs> sports I, sports related. I told I told I told one Cowboys fan that was sitting next to us, he goes, he goes, We're gonna get to the Super Bowl before the Jags ever do. You know, we're gonna get to the Super Bowl again before the Jags ever do. And I said, No, you won't. I said, You guys are cursed. Two reasons. One, Jerry's got to die. Okay, I told you that. He's got to go. And two, you got to put Jimmy die. Johnson. You got to put Jimmy Johnson in that Ring of Honor. Okay, that's the only. Like you got to do those two things, and then the curse will be lifted. 
All right, you guys are the new Red Sox. You know how the Red Sox had that curse for trading Brady Bruce for 60 years? That's going to be the Cowboys. Two things. That's, that's my opinion. Those two things have to happen. And, and I said the Jags will definitely get to the Super Bowl for their first time before you guys ever do again. But we got interrupted because there was this older lady, half drunk, walking up the stairs in full Titans gear, telling us that we all suck <laughs> and that it takes uh, Cowboys fans to fill your stadium. So it's kind of funny because we're arguing all of a sudden. We're kind of looking at the lady like, we're going to focus what? our attention on like, What are you doing here, ma'am? Are you sure? <laughs> are you lost? You know... That's actually a good point that Derek brings up. Why is it that so many people show up to the game with team like outfits that are completely irrelevant? Like I saw a lot of people like that. I actually saw also a Titans person, Derek, that was dressed in Titans gear. I saw a Falcons person. Like why do people do that? I don't really understand that. Just don't wear anything if you're not going to root for the two teams. Don't don't wear random team uh, apparel, you know what I mean? Or or make it subtle. Like a subtle hat, like you know that you're just there. You know, you may they may have gotten free tickets, they may have gotten it, you know. But I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the subtle logos at two teams that are not playing. Like I, I completely get that. But if you, no. if, if but like literally, if the Dolphins are playing, or if if you come to the stadium and it's the Titans and the Jaguars, and you're wearing like a Dolphins, yes. Like if you come in here literally dressed like Flipper, it's like why are you even here, like, Dolphins? <laughs> Hey, uh, Steelers is another one. I see people in oh. full out Steelers gear all the time at games. We're not even bro. You, you'll catch so. bro. You'll catch a steel. You'll catch a Steelers fan in like dressed head to toe, like the game is on in March, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So, and this is why I think Jacksonville. You know, we still have you know twenty something. You know, almost thirty years as a franchise, but we still have a long way to go. Let's say if. Jacksonville is playing, let's say we're up in Philly, playing Philly again. And someone walked in there with a, you know, a Dak Prescott Cowboys jersey. What's the likelihood of them making it out with at least either getting swung on or having two swings <laughs> as, as someone? Yeah, you're right. We need to change that. We need to start You see, you see what I'm up. saying? So yeah, I'm not going to swing on an old drunk lady walking up the stairs and, oh yeah, her, her, her. Her hat was Titans. Her jersey was a jersey was Titans. She had on jeans and she had on Titan flip flops. I mean, she there wow. was no there was no subtle about it. She was all little, tightened out. Little troll, and she was saying yeah. both your teams suck. Like why yeah, did you even? Yeah, come? we we were all like all the Cowboys fans, the Jack. We were all looking like, shut up! Like what are you doing here? So, uh, yeah. but anyway, yeah. Now that's it was just you know one of those one of those days, man, where. Uh, uh, just the atmosphere was right. The weather was perfect. The, the you know the pre-game, post-game, the game itself, everything just kind of fell into you know fell on the line, and um, that's what we needed as a team. That's what you know the fan base. We needed that type of victory to be like, okay, this is real. Trevor's real. Okay, we we knew this. Okay, nobody on this pod was talking about benching him. I think there were. A few uh, uh, Twitter users that thought that Trevor wasn't yeah. the real deal. Calling which, him a bust know. at one yeah, point early yeah, in the season. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, we we could have Zach Wilson. We could we could you know have gotten Baker Mayfield. You know we could have gotten uh, you know a couple guys that you know not even on Trevor's level. Um, it just takes time, man. It just people just gotta understand that 
you know, as fans, we, we don't know, we don't know, you know, we're not a coach, we're not an analyst, we're not, even media people, unless they play, they think they know and they don't. Um, the mental part of this game is so crucial. These, these guys are so, they're so fast, and, and, and forget just the athletic ability that they have. Look at the prep that some of these players put in on studying their opponents, knowing just the little, tiniest details to, to gain an advantage. So you have to overcome all that. Someone's been staring at you, staring at everything you do on tape for five, six days. And then you have to come out and perform and, and try to, you know, you know, beat that. Uh, my buddy Nick that was at the game uh, with me. Shout out to Nick, man. Traveled all the way from Denmark. Think about that. Ooh, all right. That's all cool. the way from Denmark. All right. And he was like third quarter. I'm telling you, third quarter, we're going to explode. We're a third quarter team. And they score. He nudged me. Third quarter D. He nudged me again. Third quarter D. And I'm sitting there like, you know, if they score one more touchdown, I'm going to drag you behind to 7-Eleven. We're going to hit the lottery. (laughs) All right. Third quarter, he hit me again. I'm like, Nick, man. But no. um, Yeah, just that that prep is so crucial. And and it's finally starting to slow down for him. You can see it. What, 14 tutties? One pick? Last, what, five games? Four games? Whatever it is? Like you can't beat that. I my my only thing, like, and I say my only thing, but I shouldn't say my only thing. But going forward, I, I just don't know how many more down seventeens my heart can take. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I really don't know how many they they can take because, like, as watching, like, literally, and I'm telling you, man, we need to do this one day where we just watch the game and just have a live stream on us because you it, it really takes you down from. You know, from 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 the lowest to the lows, the highs to the highs, back to the lows again, and then that's where you get it. I mean, just starting with the in in the first quarter, man, or was it the first? I believe yeah, it was the first quarter where ETN fumbles, and I don't know what's been up with his fumbling lately, but like the fumble right there, and it's just like here we go, um, and then they start making a little bit of a comeback, or they start you know piecing together a couple of things, uh, and then there's just you know sl- slower things that that continue to happen throughout the game where it's just like. Like Trevor's man. fumble. Yeah, Trevor's, you know, Trevor's fumble, man, like you can't, you can't praise him and you can't, you know, say that he, you know, he's, he's him and all this other stuff. And, you know, the risk has got to, got to, the risk has got to, you know, you got to come with the reward with the risk. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's going to do that and you're going to be able to celebrate that, but you got to know that the risk is there for him to do something like that. And, and that's what happened there. Um, but it's just insane. I don't know how many more or uh, of those. I mean, three three turnovers, Dude, three turnovers down seventeen points. I think I saw a stat today. Um, it was either today or last night um, that the this year when they're down seventeen, they're two and two, and all the previous years before that they were one and one hundred and twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's one bad. and one hundred and twenty two. Is that a real stat? <laughs> yes, I saw it. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I would not be able to make up that <laughs> one and one hundred and twenty-two in previous years down seventeen, and it makes sense because you know we've never had a team. We've never had a team that was built to to come back to be able to handle adversity. It was one of those things where when you know you watch Jack's games and a team comes out and scores first, it's like all right, it's a wrap. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> Yard. There's work. nothing they can do about it. You know what am I going to do on this Sunday? 
And now it's like once once 16 has the ball, you're like, we legitimately have a chance to score at any time. And I think that's what the crazy thing about it is, is that you can almost like not walk away because you'll miss something. Um, my, my boy Joey, uh, we, he literally third quarter, beginning of the third quarter, he walked down. And by the time he came back, he was just like, what what happened? I'm like, you need to go. Go back down to where you go. Go get your chicken tenders. Leave. Do not come back up here anymore. That's funny. Yeah, no. One thing I want to ask you guys about, too. Did you notice all the people, Cowboys and Jaguars fans, actually, that, that left early and missed out on the uh, the ending? Idiots. Did you see that? Yeah. Idiots. What, what possesses you to buy tickets to an NFL game, which is not cheap, including everything else you pay for, to leave when the game realistically is not completely out. I mean, there's still a possibility towards the end, even after Trevor fumbled. They were, if we, like you saw, if we stopped them uh, and didn't allow them to get a first down, we had enough timeouts to, to make it work, which we did. So um, I, I just don't get that. I don't understand that mentality. Maybe that's just casual fans or something. But how, how, I mean, imagine walking away from the stadium and then hearing the roar of the crowd in the background where you just miss like the most amazing ending ever. It makes no sense. Like I, I mean, and 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 me honestly, once once the fumble happened, I'll be completely honest. A, a couple of the Cowboys fans and I were going back and forth, and as soon as it as soon as that happened, it was like, "Yep, all right, man, <laughs> you guys got it." And then Kate, my uh, you know wife, she's just like, "No," she's like, "I'm not saying anything to anybody." She's like, "There's there's there's time left. Nice. Like, you shouldn't like have done that. that. There's too much time left. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. Shut like up. she was making me feel like a bad fan, which is <laughs> insane. So, and then of course, Dallas runs twelve seconds off the clock, basically, and she's looking at me. And she's like, "What did I tell you?" She's like, "You wow, yeah." And then the and then the um, the throw that Trevor made in that drive to get uh, to Zay Jones to get him into field or to get us in the field goal range. How it kind of like bended through the cowboy player's hand, like I yeah, think that we, was cool, bro. Absolute, it's absolute sorcery, bro. It was insane, insane, man. But this was a this is a huge win, um, you know, for us, uh, you know, huge win for like us Jags fans and everything else like that. But the next home game, if that stadium is not packed, what else? What else? If you don't go, if you don't mm. go to the next home game, you're not you're not you're not a fan. If you didn't go to this game because you didn't want to buy the ticket, the ticket prices, everything else like that, completely understand that. You didn't want to go to this game. You know, you're you're still on the edge about, you know, getting tickets or anything else like that. The next game, like, would potentially have them going to the playoffs, like, against your arch rot, your your nemesis. If you can't get up to go to that game, it's going to be nice weather. Like, what else? Well, then what, what are you in it for? Here's somebody that's not getting much love that should be. Patterson. The kicker? Yeah. You're oh no. Okay. Yeah. No, he should. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. Because they timed out him. They did that timeout freezing the kicker thing. So so think when's the last time? Okay, we came down from 17, scored 40. Uh Trevor, four touchdowns. 100-yard receiver, 100-yard rusher, I think, right, or getting there close to it, and a kicker that on all kicks was 6-for-6. Six six. And it wasn't a perfect game. Think about that. 
It wasn't a perfect game because we had three turnovers. Yeah. Think about that. Six six for six on kicks. He I just like, kind of came he, out of nowhere too, right? I mean, he wasn't like some highly sought after kicker or anything like that. No, no, yeah. No, he wasn't. But, you know, I mean, Rayshon's the MVP of the game. And yeah, if he doesn't yeah, make yeah. defensive player of the week, then... Um, oh, he's going to get it. Oh, that's that's without question. He's getting I defensive mean, player of the week, bro. That 18 tackles? Yeah, I mean... And it was first time in NFL history, 18 tackles and two interceptions. I mean, Chandler Jones like could get uh, honorable mention for uh, the proud recipient of the most boneheaded play in the Raiders-Patriots game. Uh, <laughs> but no... Just so much. There's so many guys contributing, and it's just a testament to the locker room, to the chemistry, to the. They're all believing. Dewey Dewey's speech the other day. Shout out to Dewey again, man. I told you, oh, oh, <laughs> many apologies. Um, now you're just overcompensating. Yeah, right. Every week. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to, man. You got to. But no. The, they're, they really are believing in Doug Peterson, and it, it's great just to have that. Um, and, you know, this next game coming up, man, the Jets, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're fighting, too. I mean, they're not going to win their division. Seven? I yeah, they're 7-7? I seven didn't know that. Seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, their defense is, their defense is pretty good. Um, they're they're going to go with, gosh, not Mike White, but Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at I thought I thought I thought they said that they didn't know who they were going to go with. No, they said that Zach Will or Mike White still wasn't cleared. Oh, you know? okay. He said like ten doctors that said, told yeah. him no or something like that. Dude, it, it's yeah, multiple rib fractures. I mean, did you see that hit? Yeah, that hit was good night. Forget multiple rib fractures. I'm surprised he didn't have to get like emergency surgery for like you know. Spleen or something like he got absolutely crunched, like Chris Sim uh, style. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah, that's terrible. Well, I don't like him anyway, so he <laughs> glad he got hit. Uh, what? Yeah, terrible. Chris Sims. He only he only played in the league because his dad was a quarterback in the league. Had his last name not been Sims, he wouldn't have been at Texas, and he definitely wouldn't have been in the NFL. Um, but no, it's. It's just it's just good to have that you know that that chemistry that camaraderie and then we take that to the Jets and the Jets are seven and seven and they kind of got the same feeling too you know they got a, a, a first year you know first you know first year with the team head coach who's he's got a pretty good defense um, they've found a way to win some games and they've been in every game they you know just about played I haven't seen them really getting you know blown out by anyone so. Um, and they played Detroit pretty tough. You know, D- Detroit hammered us, and I think it was 2017. Um, they lost to Detroit. So hmm. the short week, I just I don't like the short week. Had it been you know the regular you know six days of prep, I would have been like, yeah, we're gonna go up there and kick some butt. Um, but this week, man, that short week is just coming off that emotional high. It's not about talent. It's more about switching gears to getting off the Cowboys and, and getting on the, the paper airplanes uh, that we like to call the Jets. Yeah, no, I, I think um, I, I agree with you, man. That, that short turnaround time <clears throat> um, and, and plus losing losing Cam Robinson right now, I, you think about some of the guys that have just like little nicks 
um, and, and sprains and things like that, you know, they kind of almost have to, uh, you know, from a game week perspective, uh, you know, this game is already what Wednesday, you know, because they only got a couple of days ahead. So from a typical NFL game week, you know, they're already cutting out a lot of <clears throat> a time within the rehab and things like that. So I think it's going to be a short week. I think they've got to really, you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, find a couple of pieces and find a couple of chinks in the Jets armor. But like like you said, Derek, I don't um, you know, the Jets aren't to be taken lightly. Um, but, you know, on our side right now, they're on a, um, you know, a three game losing streak um, and, and, and we're not. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think that works in our in our in our in our in our favor. Um, And, you know, I think, you know, with the locker room and, you know, some of the the things that are going on there, I think that emotional, um, you know, connection and emotional, you know, uh, run that the Jags are on right now. I think that travels very well um, with the team. And I think that travels, um, you know, it's something that's kind of built. And building that momentum for that deep playoff run or for the playoff run that you're, you know, you, you think a lot of teams, they start getting hot, start things like things like this start coming together. And, and that's what makes it, you know, more of a special run. So, um, you know, I think right now it, it's anyone's game too early to call, but I agree with you. I wish it was a little bit later. But, you know, again, um, with it with it being late or excuse me, early as it is right now, that's extra days of recovery. You know, as well. So you can look at it from that that side of the coin also. Talk about the Cam Robinson thing a little bit more, because um I think it was you said it was Walker Little that would step into that. I mean, how much of an influence is that gonna have, you think, going forward the rest of the season? Like significant, or we just see a little bit of fall off, or maybe see improvement? Like what what's that outlook? I, I hope that I, I mean I hope that it's just gonna be, you know, something where Walker can step in. I mean, he did a really good job on Sunday playing, um, you know, left tackle. And then also I think he was in for right guard, I believe, when um, Jawan or right tackle when Jawan was out for a little bit with that hamstring. Um, And then I think it most importantly, man, it it stinks for Cam Robinson because he's been around for us. I mean, he's the left tackle, you know, and he's, you know, been here for a while. Uh, He's been the bookend left tackle. Um, I'm a fan of Cam Robinson. Um, you know, so, uh, but I think it's next man up and I think that, you know, he's get, Walker Little's got a really big role to play, you know, going forward over the next three to four games, um, maybe for the rest of the season, because I think the early report is that it's a, a meniscus, um, you know, injury for Cam Robinson. So I don't see him coming back in the next three, uh, you know, three games. Uh, and if they do decide it and if they do, you know, poise a playoff run, I don't see him being ready by mid January, you know, depending on the severity of the uh of the meniscus tear so it's next man up honestly well Derek with the Jets game I mean are there any kind of like keys to victory I guess to to look forward to going into Thursday um you know obviously we want a complete game but um are there any deficiencies that the Jets have that we can exploit and maybe some things to pay attention to early when we watch it on Thursday knock pretty boy out of the game (laughs) Zach Wilson Boy, boy wants to be anything but a quarterback. So just get after him. Hit him and hit him often. Doesn't matter how many times we have to. You know, he got benched once. Lucky the guy he got benched for is hurt. Now he's back in. Coming off a game where he, he played somewhat you know decently okay. But just, just hit, hit him around. Let's get after it. Arden Key... Even Josh Allen, you know, I don't know what he decided to wake up. Um, 
everybody was really getting after it there against Dallas. This this team has half the offensive line that Dallas has. Let's 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 get them, get them yeah. and hit them. Yeah, and no. Um, as long as the line has come, don't turn the ball over. We'll be good. The defensive line has come come alive the last two weeks. We we, we have to. Walker will be back too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we hope so. Um, those high ones are tricky. Uh, you know, getting on a plane sometimes messes with those. But that's what I think the key is right there. It's just those four up front lining up, knocking him around. I'll even take a personal foul just to hit him because you know he don't he don't want to be there. You know, he wants to go do the, you know all the stuff he does in, in the news and the media. You know, that's what he's. That's what he's. What's that? What kind of things? I don't know. <laughs> we, about that. We, we can't talk about that here. Um, I wonder if there's like. It. Yeah, no. Don't Google that for the young <laughs> listeners. Um, I think uh, there's probably some additional edge for him though. I mean, motivation going against Trevor Lawrence because you know all the Jets fans are like, "Oh my God, I can't believe we won that extra game and we don't have well, him." They, I mean, they beat us last year. Oh, I forgot we played them last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they beat us last year already. I mean, he do you, you don't remember? Does, how do you not remember that like ninety yard run that he had? I think uh, I just pretty much like uh, as part of the therapy sessions that I mentioned, we've actually written off last season. So, <laughs> um. you know, you know what's great about that too is every player that's gotten in front of the camera when someone has asked him. Uh, uh, when when a reporter was out, asked him, a shout out to Demetrius Harvey, man, always does a great job for the Times Union, man, Jacksonville.com. Um, asked him about coaching of the previous year. Somebody, they always <laughs> are taking that underlying shot. I saw that yeah. at Herbs. It, it, it's it's been multiple players. I'm waiting for finally someone to say, Urban Myers just, a, and then whatever he says after that. That'll. <laughs> that- <laughs> I think Rayshon Jenkins had the one quote that I think Demetrius had posted where he said, like, what's the difference between last season and this season? And he was like, coaching. Coaching, yeah. Just coaching. Yeah. Coaching, yeah. Yeah, so, you, can, you can take it how you want, but you, we all know what he's talking about. Um, it's, it's, I was looking it up really quick. It's almost exactly one year to the day. So we played them last year, December 26th, uh, 2021, and the score was 26 to 21. Can you do something for me? Please. All right. <laughs> so maybe it's like, okay, so I'm dumb for not remembering that. But also, maybe it's a dish. I mean, he got benched since then. So I guess it's like, you know, hey, all the Jets fans are still saying, like, to this point, man, it sucks that we didn't get Trevor Lawrence. So I don't know. I still think that potentially is, is kind of like an extra edge to to maybe uh, play a little bit better than, than otherwise. But who knows? I think this team is built a little bit differently. Uh, well, not differently obviously are built differently, but I think, uh, you know, just scrolling down, looking at some of the contributing players, you know, from the game of uh, uh, last last year. And I, I think that, you know, just seeing some of the stat lines that we had, of course, Trevor was 26 of 39 to 80. He's way more efficient, um, you know, this year. So he's grown into that role a little bit better. Um, you know, I think the, uh, it looks like as far as rushing goes, 17 carries for 57 yards for uh, Ungabawale. Remember him? Uh, you know, that's crazy. And as far as receiving goes, it was Marvin Jones, eight catches for 74 yards. Um, I, I think, like, and the receivers that are even on that, like, list that are contributing, Taylor Austin, Laquan, Laquan Treadwell, James O'Shaughnessy, Jacob Hollister, uh, and Ungabawale again. 
And it's like the only person on that roster, only persons left as far as the contributing is Trevor and and Marvin. That is it. So I I think that you know I think it'll be I, I think it'll be good. But another another stat too, man, they they score, and it's so crazy that to see the Jags be one of the teams that are actually out there, you know, hanging up points on people. That that to me, I'm still not used to that. So I just think it's awesome um, that the the offense is just there. Um, and depending on what the weather's supposed to be like on on uh, on Thursday, man, I think we're going to be in for a good game. All right, hey man. Is it supposed to rain? I have no idea. I haven't looked at it. I think I heard it's going to rain. <laughs> um, so that's the only thing that can, can hold us back. Uh, the snow. Snow, rain. You know, Hopefully we, we don't get any of that. But no, just hopefully lessons learned from Detroit about the emotional high and the emotion. Because that's what the team now, especially offensively, defensively, they still have some work to do. Um, as far as the, the scheme and, and, and personnel. But offensively, we can play well enough to compete with majority of the teams in the, in, in the NFL. Um, and, and I think that they just have to wrap their heads around the emotional part of, okay, let's get back down to earth, but not too low, and then raise up again for you know, you know, that short week. So that's the part that I'm looking to see how well they do. Um, but hey, I, I'm excited. I, I think that they, I think they have a really good shot at coming away with a victory. Um, a little bit more, you know, attention will be on this game since you, you know it's mm-hmm. got some playoff implications. You know, in the last few years, we get a, a late season Thursday night game. Oh look, we gave you guys prime time, and yeah, we're three and ten, and the team we're playing is two and eleven. <laughs> so, and we're wearing uh, mustard yellow uniforms. And- yeah, so. <laughs> Other atrocities. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting, man. Yeah, Looking forward I think, to it. And we, I think we definitely, you know, when you and, and watching ESPN and everything else like that today, just seeing the amount of coverage, just it, it was great, you know. So uh, you definitely have a um, now you've got everyone's attention, um, and now on Thursday, I think what's even more important about Thursday too is being able to show up and put together a really attractive win. Um, you know, on national TV, because I think, you know, some sometimes these things, you know, really dictate into who gets a primetime game next year, like a true primetime, like a Monday night or a Sunday night football game. Um, you know, so I think that that's one of the things they're looking to do, too. And they're looking to continue to build that momentum. Um, you know, they're away for you know Thursday, uh, then uh, away for Houston and then. Yeah, man, it's back, it's back at the bank, and I think it's just an awesome time to build that momentum for the fans. Awesome time to get out and really just you know watch the team, and again make your best effort to get to the next to, to the next home game because I really think that it's going to come down to us playing the Titans. And I keep coming back to this because it's just a dream scenario for me for us coming back to the Titans, and then for our season ticket holders that are already there, imagine getting two back to back like playoff atmosphere wins. Because if they win the division, you know, we automatically get the playoff. Um, you know, we get the home playoff game. And then right now, it's probably shaping up for us to play the Ravens home again. You know, I would rather play. It's going to be the highest wild card seed in the AFC. But still, I'm getting way ahead of myself, getting super excited. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do this, but I couldn't help it. 
Like, just go win the game on Thursday, and we can just we can talk about that. Yeah, man, yeah. calm your butt down. Okay, <laughs> calm your butt down. Last so, time we went on a little tirade early. In the oh, season, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Calm you're right. Your butt you're right. Down. You're right. All right. Everybody out there, he didn't mean it. He's sorry. I didn't. Okay, he's sorry. Take that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we're in the AFC Championship game, we could be playing. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, definitely. Yeah, you, uh, you, you need you do <laughs> now. You too. now. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know too. what I don't know what just kicked in for you, but <laughs> I need some of it. Um, the excitement is definitely there, though. Because I mean, I heard t- tons of people today just out and about talking about the game. I went, like I said, I went to the UNF basketball game. All, I just constantly heard people talking about the game. So um, you know, it's it's the excitement's getting there for sure. And I think JK three, I think it was you that said that this game was kind of like a a turning point to a certain extent. And I think I've felt that with even the casual fans here. Um, Not even so much that we're like, you know, have some amazing record or anything like that. But just back to what we always talk about, that we're competitive and it's fun to watch again. It's just like those those basic things that, you know, if you do, then fans will come and be interested. Uh, So uh, so it's definitely exciting. I mean, it really does. It, it, it wears on you for so long. You know, you're you're a fan of a team and I'm pretty sure that, you know, any other um, like Derek, how you were a previous Cowboys fan. Um, I mean, if there's anyone else that listens to the podcast that was a previous fan of a team before, I mean, you know how you know everybody goes through that era of, of losing. And I just hate that it's been our identity for so long. So when things like this do happen, uh, it, it's insane. I mean, and, and another thing too, like for example, like we watch the games and we Zay Jones is, in our opinion, is having a great year, but st- statistically. It's a mediocre year, you know, around the NFL. And that's just how jaded we've been. Like, we think that Zay Jones is absolutely amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I think he's doing outstanding. But when you compare it and when you come through and look at some of the, like, the catches and things like that, or if you're, you know, just just gathering information like we have for, for content for these shows that we put together, you really just, you know, see that Christian Kirk is actually the more superior receiver who's had a little bit more of a quiet year but has been more consistent throughout the year with some of the catches and things like that. So, you know, just seeing, uh, you know, just, just, just getting used to having, um, you know, players that are, that are quality, getting used to having a quarterback that, that is, you know, capable of making the throws. I would say like, you know, back in the day when, you know, Minshew, you know, Blake, shout out to the boat, they throw it. And I'm just like nervous on where it's going. Because I don't know if it's gonna if someone's gonna swoop in, it's gonna be a pick or anything else like that. When it's Trevor throwing, I'm like, okay, where is it going and how fast is it gonna get there and who's wide open that I don't see on the field? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hey, definitely. Uh, oh, go ahead, guys. I, I want to switch gears here because uh, while uh, while JK three was making that great point, I just discovered something and I, I'm gonna put it up. As a, as a question for you two, a little sports trivia question here really quick. If you can guess the highest point total that the Titans have had all season. The highest they've scored? The highest they've scored in a game. Oh, probably. I, no I would say probably like 24. 27. Mm-hmm. 27. And most, you know, hey, da da da. That's actually pretty low. You, you know, that's, 
they're they're definitely and that was the the last game they played against the Packers. Uh, they twenty four before that. Um, they're not they're not looking good offensively at all, and it's just I, it's just such a, a great opportunity for us to finally like you know step on them. Um, you know they play the Texans next, then they got Dallas. Uh, Dallas is going to be and Dallas has a chance to 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 I think you know Philly's got the division locked up. But, you know, Dallas wants to make sure that they're the highest wild card. And Jalen Hurts might not play next week. So mm-hmm. uh, there's gonna be, that's going to be interesting. But we just what, – what we're – and what I'm leaning to or getting towards is we want Dallas on a positive swing. So, yeah, we, we slapped them. Now it's time for them to win again so that when they play Tennessee in the following week that, that, that Dallas slaps Tennessee. So um, as much as we Sunday. blew them – Booed them yesterday. We need to cheer for them, so that <laughs> they they are on the the, the right end of a uh, of a W against uh, Tennessee. We did put up a quick uh, you know kind of just Twitter uh, status check of everyone today to see how everybody was feeling. I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's just awesome just seeing some of uh, some of the picks that are coming through, uh, and, and you know, and some of the quote tweets that we got. You know, so shout out to uh, you know at Jpaw one zero zero two. Uh, great pick of her in the bank with a cowboy hat on, like an actual Jaguars cowboy hat. That's kind of cool. Um, you know, I, I like that. And then uh, Teal Rising, you know, always someone that's uh, listened to the podcast. So shout out to him for throwing a nice little uh, gif in there. Um, we had Greg Jacks for Life 0410, um, one of my favorite movies, old school. Uh, with Will Ferrell, he said we're going streaking. So uh, hopefully he did not. Would hate to get someone arrested, uh, you know, for going through the quad and to the gymnasium. Uh, while they're streaking uh and then um you know just some other great thing oh jake uh at jag dad at jag dad 89 he's hung over today uh you know that that's great and then also man i think the last thing that we got um you know i think larry uh you know sent us a a classic uh rick flair uh gif and Corey. i know you'd be a fan of that with you being a wrestling fan and everything else yeah like so yeah got the rick flair Big gold belt back there, the original that he debuted. You see that up there? Yeah. Um, they actually did the Ric Flair uh, thing on the Jumbotron during the game. Did you see that where he came on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody always thinks that's cool whenever he comes out like the away fans. are like, what's the connection with Ric Flair in Jacksonville? But um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, that was... Uh, Great uh, back and forth. Also, thanks to the recent reviews uh, on Apple Podcasts. We had a couple here recently. We'll shout those out really quick. Probably should have thought about pulling that up before I said anything. That would have been smart. Uh, But um, that is a good reminder, by the way, for those of you that haven't yet. Please, please, please jump on there and leave us a rating and review because it actually does help boost our visibility a little bit. So we had two new ones. Uh, Mel Taco said uh, he's from Jacksonville, lives in Anaheim now, looks forward to hearing the guys every week. Thought that was cool. And then we had one from Jason Phillip who said, these guys are hands down the best Jags podcast. Definitely has become, yeah, I know, right? He said definitely has become the voice, the voice for us Jaguars fans who want our free soda refills back, <laughs> which which I don't even know if free soda refills even existed as a thing technically in the beginning. I think that there just ended up being signs that said that you weren't supposed to do it. But I do appreciate the uh, the free soda refill advocacy, obviously. So 
Um, but yeah, no, appreciate the interaction on Twitter. Definitely follow us on Twitter if you're if you're not already at Down by the Bank. And then uh, again, uh, Apple Podcasts, also Spotify, Google Podcasts as well. Please leave us a rating and review. So unless you guys have anything else, I think I'll wrap it there. Nope, that's it. That's All right, it, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. All right, yeah. P- positive vibes and just win. Community. Yeah. Yes, just win. Just win. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we'll uh, talk to you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.